All right, guys, it's Derek. So we're talking a little business shop today. We're going to talk about guru worship, okay? Whether it's Charlie Munger, whether it's Warren Buffett, whether it is uh, Russell Brunton, whether it is uh, Jeff Walker, whether it is Frank Kern, whether it is Tony Robbins, whether it is any very recognizable name in the internet marketing space, and coaching space, um, you don't worship these guys, okay? And then you have new people on the scene, like Alex Hermosi and stuff like that. These are all great people that have done great things. They're they're cool people, and they genuinely care. From but at the end of the day, you can't worship these guys, you know. Um, this is a huge problem in the industry right now is that especially like uh it gets a little dangerous especially around like uh click funnels with Russell Brunson where every time you know Mike Fussame said something that was very interesting that I thought was a good point um he said that um and here's the thing I'm 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 I am impartial uh, uh, between any kind of competition going on between Mike Vilsame and Russell Brunton because they're competing. Uh, Mike Vilsame's got his Groove uh, suite of software, um, including Groove Pages. And then Russell Brunson has ClickFunnels. And, you know, they kind of, you know, talk smack about each other, friends at the same time, but then kind of like, you know, I don't know the inside scoop, but that's what it looks like from, you know, that they're friends. I know Mike Vilsame taught Russell Brunson about funnels in the beginning, and then Russell Brunson kind of passed him. Um, but, but Mike Vilsame said this. He's like, we are, like, Russ, um ClickFunnels is a marketing company trying to help you with your, uh, they're, they're a marketing company trying to help you with your technology. And he said that, um, you know, Mike Philstein said that ClickFunnels is a marketing company trying to help you with your technology and that Groove pages and Groove the Groove Suite, right? Mike Philstein's company is a technology company that's trying to help you with your marketing. And he made a good point about every time that you turn around in ClickFunnels community, you're always being pitched something. And it's like, when do I, when am I done paying? You know? And then he talked about a $25,000 mastermind. The only thing that qualifies you to be a 20, uh, to get into a $25,000 mastermind is to have $25,000. And I thought that was a really good point. And he said about what what masterminds really are supposed to be is people that are doing a little bit less or a little bit more than you in business. And you get together and you work on your businesses together and help each other, you know. So you surround yourself with people that are around your level of competency in business through experience. And, you know, so that's why... um Mike Fussing charged $1,000 just for his uh, mastermind because it was more about um, just getting people together. You know, the $1,000 was kind of just getting rid of, like, just so that tire kickers wouldn't jump in, you know. Um, so at the end of the day, though, um, you know, I, you know, I look at, um, 
Russell Brunson's point of view of like, well, I'm building a company and he understands he's working in capitalism. And so, you know, one of the valid ways of increasing the value of your company is to sell your customer more things. Okay. Like people like Jay Abraham and other people talked about this. So there's three ways you get more customers. So client acquisition, which costs the most. The second way is to get more customers or get more sales from existing customers. And the third way is to sell them more expensive stuff. So Russell Brunson is applying those basic tenets of business to his business. So I can't fault him for that either. And the stuff that Russell Brunson is selling is valuable and it's worth more than what he's charging. It, it does speak for itself because he has over a thousand people that have, you know, got, I heard you've got over a thousand people that have joined the two comic club, um, going through click funnels. Um, now you even have to pay for the award, which, but again, that makes sense because, you know, um, why should he shoulder that, uh, the, you know, the cost of, you know, $200 of putting something together, whatever. But at the end of the day, like, um, you know, I can't fault Russell Brunson for following marketing tenants. I mean, we are in a capitalistic society, so that's what you do. And if the market will bear it, and if you're offering value and people find the value in it, then that's fine. But at the same time, I'm looking at Michael Sames' uh, point of view, and I like that as well. I respect that as well. Of like, hey, you know, just because I can charge for everything, it doesn't mean I should, right? And so it just depends. It depends on your level of tolerance for marketing, and you know what you're willing to buy, and what your what kind of company you want to build. And, you know, I do like the spirit of not nickel and diming your customers for every little service and every little thing you do, Um, you know. And, you know, there's some things you could say about Mike Phil saying, too, about like, well, okay, you know, you're charging $2,000 up front for your group suite, you know. It's a lifetime thing, but, you know, know, a lot of people aren't going to be able to to do that it's only going to be people that have money you know but where do newbies fit in so he's giving away a free service but the free service is so limited it's not even really kind of worth it in a way like you you know you need to have an autoresponder you have to have your own hosting for videos all these things are very complex and stuff so at the end of the day like you know we live in a capitalistic society. Both of these guys, I like both these guys. I respect them both. They have different points of view and they're competing, which is healthy. And I think it's good because the market needs good options. There shouldn't only be one monopoly. You know, there shouldn't only be click funnels or only be groove funnels or whatever. There should be both. And there's room enough for both so that people can have choices, you know? So, that's part of the capitalistic society that we live in right now. And I don't care for capitalistic society as much. I like the resource-based economy ideas brought forth by Jacques Fresco, who sadly passed away a few years ago. 
um, at over a hundred years old. Um, and he, and since the seventies has been trying to push, um, the initiative of a resource-based economy. And we're starting to see that with the metaverse and crypto and all this other stuff. Pretty soon we will naturally get to a resource-based economy because crypto is code. That's all it is. Okay. And so you're not going to be printing money or anything like that physically anymore. It'll all be electronic and um, you'll be able to do voting with it. You'll be able to do DeFi, decentralized finance and all this other stuff. And so, you know, the crypto space and NFT space are very interesting because at the end of the day, the crypto space will change how we do things it can it can make voting trustless it can make and trustless means that the code which is open source um so any coder can look at it and see if there's any shenanigans going on okay um but so it's a trustless systems and you know projects like cardano and stuff like that by charles hoskinson or however you say his name um are good because they're backed by uh, research papers, you know, um, peer-reviewed study of the different systems, and they're building it on that framework. So at the end of the day, um, you know, we can't look at individuals and worship them and say, okay, this guy or this girl knows everything. I should do everything they say. I should believe everything they believe. I should buy everything they sell. Rather, more understand that none of these people know everything. None of these people have the answers to everything. They have great systems to run their businesses. They have great philosophies that help them to achieve the levels they've achieved. But at the end of the day, you should not try to be them. Okay? You should not worship the ground they walk on. You shouldn't need their autograph or to, you know take a picture with them and stuff like that, you know, just to build yourself up. Hey, look, I got a picture with me and this successful guru guy, right? At the end of the day, care about your customer, you know, and so, um, and provide value in the world. The purpose of man is to work and to serve God. As I said in the last podcast, it is not about getting, Look at Jesus and what he did and the impact that he's still having today. I mean, that's insane impact, okay? Our God is the guru of gurus, okay? The true, one true guru. And the thing is, is that he he was not out to self-aggrandize, and most of these people aren't either, but people still tend to worship these people, and you shouldn't worship a man you know, Jesus ascended into heaven after rising from the dead. So we're worshiping a God, our God, the God, okay? Um, the only your guru that you should worship is Jesus if you're going to worship someone, okay, which is God. If you're not a Christian, then don't worship a man or a woman. They're just as fallible as you are, okay? So at the end of the day... Um, be careful of the dangers of, <clears throat> you know, uh, hero worship and stuff like this. People worshiping actors and other people and, you know, rock stars and pop stars and all this other stuff. They're, they, they, they breathe the same air as you, you know? 
There are people just like you, with problems just like you. It's just different kinds of problems. But they're all human, okay? So at the end of the day, no one has it figured out. I don't have it figured out. So when you're listening to these podcasts or listening, reading people's books or consuming their content, Gary V doesn't have it all figured out, you know? Um, AJ Abraham doesn't have it all figured out. None of these figures do. We're all building our airplane as it's falling to the ground. Okay. The reason I say that statement, it doesn't mean that our businesses are failing or anything like that. It means that, you know, life is short. We're running out of time and we are, um, you know, as time keep time doesn't stop. And so it's 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 going to keep going, and you're building your businesses and your little empires and all this other stuff as fast as you can to stay afloat. And if you build enough of your airplane as it's falling to the ground, it can continue to soar and rise, but you're still building it. You never stop building it. And you can build it until it can fly itself and keep growing, but you're still building it. You know, and if you always look at it as like we're building the airplane as it's falling, then you'll always have that urgency to be working on it. Okay. And making a better airplane, making it grow, making it, you know, and as you make something grow, you always hit constraints. So at the end of the day, you always have to overcome those constraints, which gives you growth and gives you wisdom. Wisdom is facing an adversity and overcoming it. That's how you get wisdom. So at the end of the day, wisdom is something that you should seek. And so you seek that with a relationship with God, and then you do the purpose of man, which is to work and to serve God straight from the Bible, right? And if you apply that, you're going to have, you're going to get great wisdom in your life because you're going to be living it. You're going to be living for Christ. You're going to be working on your business and you're going to be overcoming constraints, which earns you the wisdom to then turn around and teach other people that wisdom and teaching them go forth and do right. And so that's what Jesus taught people go and do go sell all your possessions and follow me is what he said to a rich guy when he asked him, how do you get to heaven? You know, he was testing the guy, and the guy walked around in shame because he had a lot of money. You know, what a sad thing. You know, at the end of the day, guys, it's very simple. Okay. If you, the simple is the most important thing in business, it really is. Okay. If you want success, keep it as simple as possible. If you, if you wake up and you say, my purpose is to work and to serve God. Okay, good. These are the two tenets I live by. Very simple. Okay. Nothing else. It doesn't say the purpose of man is to do anything else except to work and to serve God, whether you're working at Walmart or working on a business. Okay. That's your purpose. As long as you do that, follow those two tenets, you're on the right track to work and to serve God. Very important to do both, and you will have fulfillment in your life, I promise you, all right? And you will see success, I promise you. You, Every one of you business owners know this. When you work, I mean, true work, you have to understand what work means. Work doesn't mean shuffling papers. 
Work doesn't mean going to an Amazon fulfill center and work. Yes, you could do that. Yeah, sure. The, yes, that technically, you know, that technically is working. But us as business owners, okay, working is doing stuff that directly contributes to the bottom line. Okay, so that's true work. And everything else that has to be done, you delegate. And everything else that doesn't have to be done, you eliminate. Okay, so that you are only working on the highest level of stuff of where you're at, okay, to directly contribute to the bottom line to make the company more money, okay? Because the bigger you make your company, the more lives you'll be able to change with your product and the more people you'll be able to help um, secure and take care of their families, Okay, because you're you're creating jobs, you're creating value in the marketplace in two ways or multiple ways, but the two big ways are you're providing jobs and you're helping customers with your product. So make sure your product actually helps people for real, all right. And if you're serving God, you're going. It's going to cover all the other things. You're going to be ethical. You're going to be a godly person. Um, and here's the thing, all these gurus and stuff that don't believe in God, it's kind of silly to me because they all, like, a lot of people don't want to serve God because they want to do whatever they want. They want to do, they want to do debauchery. They want to sin. Well, a lot of people that are in business are very disciplined people that they don't sin. Naturally, they're not lazy. They don't overeat. They exercise. They don't drink or do drugs or all this other stuff, like hardcore, you know what I mean? Like, they don't do drugs. They barely would drink if you give them a beer or whatever. Um, they don't get, you know, they're very disciplined people. They don't go and sleep around, all this other stuff. They work in their business. So I say to them, why not be a Christian? You're already living it. You might as well just believe in Jesus, you know, and get the benefits of it. Get the benefits of having a relationship with Christ. Anyway, um, it's very interesting. The people that you're worshiping should ought to be worshiping Jesus, and so should you. Take your worship off of the people and worship something that's actually greater than you, which is God, okay? And your heroes should be worshiping God too, not each other, in the, in the order of how many zeros are in their bank account, okay? Don't measure your life by the number of zeros in your bank account. Measure your life by the amount of times that you can make God smile during the day. All right, we'll talk soon. God bless.